You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and this morning is really special. It's really special. My interview today, oh, first of all, she's very beautiful. I'm like, oh my gosh, was not ready for that. But also, this interview was scheduled a little while ago, and guess what just happened yesterday? Tony nominations came out. <laughs> Oh, and my heart is twitterpated. Okay, hold up. Okay, so I'm sitting down with a very special lady this morning who just made her Broadway directorial debut (laughs) and who just yesterday received a Tony nomination for her work. Y'all, there is nothing like seeing us succeed. I am my, I'm, I feel, I don't even know her and I feel proud. I feel so, ex- oh, y'all, I'm sorry. Let me get through this. My, my guest today graduated, this is really casual, with a BA from, I don't know, this little school called Princeton and got her MFA in directing from Yale School of Drama. Last year, she was named resident director of Lincoln Center Theater, and she was recently named a 2018 United States Artist Fellow and a 2020 Lincoln Center Emerging Artist. And boy, has she emerged. Please help me welcome Tony-nominated director from the skin of our teeth, Liliana Blaine Cruz. <laughs> Woo! Can you introduce me to everybody, please? No! Let's go! <laughs> I was the hype queen, and I have met my match. I've met my match, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. It feels good, don't it? Yes, it does. Thank you. How are you today? How are you feeling? What is going on? 
Woo! Well, that wonderful energetic intro has me emotional. It has me emotional. It really does. Mm. And the sun is shining. Come on. And I have so much gratitude. I have so much gratitude, you know, not only, not only to be here, but to have company, you know, mm. you know, to share that space with Camille Brown. And Come to- on. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, and Michael R. Jackson, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yes to this moment. Let's continue this moment. And yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. There are people celebrating with you. You've got a whole community who is celebrating with you. People who knew who you were, they're celebrating with you. And people who didn't know who you were, who know who you are now, they're celebrating with you. Mm, Thank you. Um, So where were you? (laughs) <laughs> when you Woo! found out, when I found out, yeah, um, like so, what was that? What was that moment? <laughs> so the night before, I was like, "Oh yay, okay, that's exciting," and I was like, "Wait, I'm a little bit stressed," and I didn't realize I was going to be stressed. I was nervous. I was nervous because I cared so much about the show. I cared so much about the people that were there, and then I woke up. And by there, I mean the people who helped make the show, the cast, the beautiful, wonderful cast who embodies the skin of our teeth. And I um, I got up the next morning and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a very long shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I played some music. Yes, And I did. put some candles on and a scrubbed. And then I came out and then I was like. <laughs> I was like, my phone is either going to be silent or it's going to be like full of love. And it was full of love. And I was, I was very, very happy. So I had to wait after the fact (laughs) to hear it. And then I got a whole bunch of lovely, lovely messages. And I was, I was really, really happy. I have a question for you going into this. Did you like have this on your horizon? Like that this could be a possibility? Were you thinking about it? You know, it's so funny. I, I. I was, you don't think about it until all of a sudden people are like, oh, it's Tony day tomorrow. And you're like, oh, oh, right. This show is eligible for these things. Oh, right. 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 Oh, right. Here we are. I'm here. I'm here. You're here. Oh, wow. So it was, it was exciting. So it wasn't on the forefront of the making of the work, but once the work was being seen and, and the accessibility of it and the, the scale in which the audience and the, um, the way in which it was promoted, you know, kind of extended this, this, it's a whole new, it's a whole new ball game, you know? How, how long was this show? Did you know that you were going to do this show? Like it just opened in April. It like, did. did did you know that this was on the calendar last year? Did you just find out? Yeah, we we you know we have been trying to figure out what show to program um, since during the pandemic. So it's been it's been in the works for more for more than a year, but we knew that it would be in the spring slot. Um, and then I, and I didn't know that they had positioned it in the spring slot. But then somebody afterwards was like, oh, "That's right before the Tony cutoff. Like you're just making it in oh. right before the Tony cutoff." And I was like, "What? Do you like? Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I'm just trying to do the work." <laughs> play because we've been in COVID and in a pandemic and we have to make something good because if we want people to come back to the theater it has to be good yes it has yes it has to be good um why did you choose did you choose um skin of our teeth Mm -hmm. it was written in like the 1900s right yeah in the 1940s it was written during world war ii and you know i had been wrestling with 
a play that could both embrace how crazy we all felt, you know what I mean? How insanely um, through this kind of emotional roller coaster that we've been through, and yet at the same time celebrate a sense of joy in survival and um, continuing in the midst of that sense of chaos. And I didn't want it to be on the nose and I, and I wanted it to be fun. And at the same time, a big old feast of, of, a, of an event. And there was something about um, the line that Mr. Antrobus said at the end, which is, um, I've never forgotten for long that living is a struggle, that I was like, woo. And also this other line where he's like, I've lost it, right? I've lost this desire to pick up again. And it, and it hit me because I just remember that feeling of exhaustion. So many, many people talked about, which is like, really, we're going through this again, 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 again really? Like, haven't we learned? Didn't we and, and didn't we do this already? Didn't we do this? How are we still we experiencing this? this? I thought we did this. I thought we were moving past that. And yet, um, and at the end of the day though, there's this there's this reaffirmation of life, this reaffirmation of choosing to continue and the brilliance of humanity to, um, to continue forward. And, and I, and I really saw that manifested in black folks. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come like on. resilience, ingenuity, the ability to against all odds, literally every single odd that you could possibly imagine tenfold upon us, you know, and yet being able to step back up and say, yep, we're going to do it again. And you know what? I'm going to bring this little invention with me as we continue. Like that is remarkable. That is remarkable. And to center us at the center of that humanity, to center us from the beginning of time, beginning of mankind was really um, moving to me. And so that's, that's why Mm. I chose playing. Your director's note, you mentioned like the antrovuses, they're going through like apocalypse after apocalypse and rebuilding each time. And I, it makes us, it makes me think like, oh, that's what our pandemic, that's what it felt like. It did. I mean, I, don't, I was in New York and I just remember literally feeling like I was in every single disaster movie I've ever seen of yes. New York City. Every yes. disaster movie, it was quiet. Streets are quiet. Nobody's there. Silence. Helicopters hovering. You know, like literally reading Parable of the Sower at the time of the pandemic was like, I was like, ah, oh, we're going to die. We're going to die. It. This is it, you know? And people did, you know? And it's- Yeah, it's yeah. And that, that, that is a trauma that we are still currently processing. You know, like, yes, we're back to work. Yes, we're working. But that is deep. You know what I mean? Within we will us, have always have lived that. Exactly. You know, and the, and the truth is we have lived. And that's what's remarkable about the play is like we have lived through calamity. We lived through a moment where the world stopped. And then it's a reminder that, oh, my God, the world has stopped before, you know. Oh, and my yet, God. And yet we have continued they people have tried to (laughs) murder us kill us take us down so many times and yet we persevere it's funny like one of the shows that so you know i'm i feel very blessed to have built a body of work and it's and and you know roslyn ruff was one of the amazing actors um who's playing Mrs. Antrobus, but one of the shows that we had done together was Susan Laurie Park's The Death of the Last Black Man in the Whole Entire World, AKA The Negro Book of the Dead. And there's something about circular structures, you know, that somehow speak to um, 
just like moments in time that are that are massive cataclysmic shifts, right? And so I remember when we were doing the death of the last black man in the whole entire world, like that was right when Trump was being elected, you know? And it was just, it was a terrifying moment. It was literally even- yeah, you don't have to remind me. Listen, listen, it feels like PTSD because it yeah. is. It was a yes. traumatic experience. Yes. And so that, that piece itself was a was a was a tether for me of like the the possibility of survival in the midst of the attempt to kind of continually like brutalize and take, you know, the black family down. And so the skin of our teeth, you know, again, broadening the horizon um, of the sense of like centuries, millennia, thousands and thousands of years of devastating um, experiences as human beings, you know, like it is remarkable to me that somehow we are able to continue to survive. And like that, that is actually something worth fighting for, like our, our lives, our spirits are, you know what I mean? Our propensity to, to continue forward is, is, amazing. And, and that doesn't negate all the things that we've gone through. It is just, it allows all those things yeah. to be simultaneously. And that felt important to me. For I, why love, I, I love that. Like the rebuilding. Um, I have my assistant who is in town. He lives in Oregon. He's here right now. And he, um, he was born on September 11th and they went to the 9-11 museum yesterday. Like he wow. was born, like, he's like young, like that oh, oh. is great. Like he, He's he reads about it in the history books. He goes to museums and it's it's something to go through. Like we're living. How many things are we going to live in our lifetimes and mm-hmm. have to rebuild? Yeah. Also, your cast is very large. Was that your choice? Was that in the original script? You know, there's not um, there's not a uh, description of how many people are in the script. There's like seven kind of central characters. And sometimes people vary how large or small they want that to be. But it felt important to me if we were going to try to embody like a world that that world was large and that world actually looked like the world that we live in and that it embraced as many complicated, wonderful, beautiful universes. Um, yes, yes. That, that felt important to me. So yeah, I tried to get as many people as I could on that stage. Um, let, I would like to ask you, oh, let's see here. I mean, I want to ask you about your hair, but I'm like, there's so many like things. I'm like, oh, you're, there's just so many exciting things. But I do want to ask you a little bit about your hair journey since you are on black hair and the big legs. Um, how, I love your, are these, these twists? Are twists. Passion mm-hmm. twists, are they faux lock twists? Are they in like individuals? They're beautiful. They're individuals. Thank you. They get twisted. Lisa Bailey, she's amazing. She's super fast too, but they are. How long does that take? Because I've only she, done faux lock. Yeah, no, she's, she's done it in, I would say, three and a half hours. Shut up. I don't believe you. When I tell you, listen, I have nope. not changed my hair for a decade. I, I rock a fro generally. Um, and I was like, curly fro, curly fro, curly yes, fro. Yes, yes, yes. But the hair was, you know, the hair got damaged. I used the product that I was like, my hair is shrinking. Wait a minute, my hair is shrinking. What? It was really problematic. It was Diva Curl. <gasps> 
I know. And at the beginning of that journey, I know I have to say it because I really do think it was that product at the beginning of the process. It looked real cute. I was real happy. And then later I was like, why is my texture changing? I was oh like, is it, stress? is it like my hormones? Is it blah, 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 blah. I stopped using that product. Lily, and, yeah. and I was like, I put twists in my hair and I was Googling it and I was like, am I the only person? Nope. And people were like, no, people got messed up and it hurts my heart because like people's hair like literally changed yeah and people trust diva curl that was they my did. first curly hair cut me too and i was really happy at the beginning because i was like oh i can see the definition it looks beautiful and then it shifted and i was like i don't know if they changed the product i don't know what happened but i was like i have to leave that alone and i needed to like get a protective right. um look and then oh. you know my hair is growing back and it's getting right. bigger so like summertime oh my gosh vibes will be back you know yeah. i'm so glad that you said that yeah. because i've heard people talking about like the reviews and hearing about it but i've not talked to anybody who they were like i was using the product and it's one of those like i would love to reach out to them i'd love to be sponsored by them but not if I, not if it's doing that yeah, not if people are being negatively affected by it like it's I not no and it's scary and it's sad because you love yeah. you love something for so long you're like oh, you want to trust it me. i know and it wasn't but um a friend of mine rucille um who has beautiful curly fro put me on to this um woman um called melanin hair care and she has beautiful beautiful products oh. have you heard of her I think it's so. Beautiful. Leave leave in conditioner, beautiful like um, black soap um, shampoo. It's called it's melanin. Melanin hair care. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 It's beautiful. Very simple uh, and like works wonders. Yeah. I'm like I do want to try that because I have seen it and I've not tried it yet. So, um, why does representation matter? <laughs> Uh, it matters. <laughs> uh, it matters. It is, you know, somebody um talked about, I remember like when I was starting out as an artist and, um, you know, there's, I think, particularly in people who work in performance and theater, there's a question of like, what does this actually do? You know what I mean? Like what, how, how do you, how do you feel the impact of the work that you do. And I remember I was like in a fellowship and we had visited the Ford Foundation and they're like, there's not, there's not a belief that there's an immediate like you just and people will vote. But we do believe that art has the capacity to change culture. Right. And so like that for me was like, right, it's about a long game. It's actually about a cultural change. And so if you see yourself manifested on stage, if you see that you are possible yep. to take up this space, then that changes. If you are uplifting mm -hmm. and celebrating the humanity of these individuals, then you are saying, yes, these people are worthy. Yes, these people deserve to be seen. Yes, absolutely. This is a worthy opportunity of understanding what it means to be human beings. And yes, Black people are at the center of it. Finally and fundamentally, the end period. You know what I mean? Like that, that is that is how it it matters, you know, because we 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 do internalize what we see. And it's and it's yeah. I guess I'm I'm also I'm also uplifting for color girls so much because it was my entry point into the theater. 
when I was, you know, my little undergrad self at Princeton, I was like, what, what play can I do for my thesis? And somebody was like, have you ever read For Colored Girls? And it was like, I had, again, I didn't know nothing about theater. So I was like, <laughs> what is this text? Not knowing that me and every other college girl was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, do you know who Ntozaki Shange is? You know what I mean? <laughs> what and is I, this text? But, it, but it, it felt like it was speaking, sp- it was literally for me. It said For Colored Girls. And I was yeah. like, oh. Somebody cares about me. Somebody cares about me and my experience, you know, and that that is so huge to feel that care and to feel that love and to feel seen. It is actually a really powerful, moving experience to be seen. I'm so overwhelmed right now because I'm looking and I'm looking at you and I'm like, you are you are representation. When I look at you, Liliana, I'm like, I'm an actress today, but maybe one day I could be a director because I'm watching you do it. I'm talking to you right now. That means you're human. That means you're real. Like this, you're Tony nominated for the people who doesn't, who don't know that the director of this Broadway show is black. They're gonna know on June 12th, 2022, during the Tony Awards, when your face pops up on the screen as being Tony nominated, and dear God, if you win, that's just a whole other thing. But literally, just being in the room, mm. you, yeah. you're a part of history, and mm. it's it's so exciting. What makes you feel seen? Oh, uh, that is a great, great question. Um. it's, it's in the work, you know, like I, I, I love, there's so many, there's so many ways in which I've seen, I mean, I feel like we see ourselves in music so often, you know, Um, I see myself in, okay, so two shows that I love, (laughs) Random Acts of Flyness, have you seen Random Acts of Flyness? No, it is, it lives up to its title, it's super random but it's like this strange surreal journey through black thought and conversation and it is so beautiful and they're you know working on a season two and I just I loved it because I was like oh right like my imagination is wild and surreal and doesn't follow linear forms and like is involved in conversations that are outside of the mainstream and then there it was and I was like oh look Look, that's us. This is, that's us. Oh you know, it's, it's like a reaffirmation of your existence. And I'm like, oh, I love that so much. And so many, so many beautiful artists are a part of that. And then I remember watching um, Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You, which I thought was one of the like most amazing um, shows that have happened in so long. And I was Where's just that? Like, Where's that at? I May Destroy You. Have you not seen I May Destroy You? Please How? watch I May Destroy You. Listen to me. Is it on Netflix? I feel like I'm promoting HBO. I'm like, hey, HBO. HBO. <laughs> we work it together. Hey, I'm promoting your show. Um, but, um, but I May Destroy You is amazing. And again, like her cinematography, her storytelling, her like uplifting of Black friendship and also like the complicatedness of being a woman in the world. It is just so masterfully done that I'm like, ah, artistry. Oh. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. Um, so I get I get excited. I get excited by I, by good work. I get excited by music. I get yes. excited by um people dancing in the street. Come I'm on. Summertime. I'm excited for summertime. Let's go. Are you excited for summertime? Girl, I am like, it can't come 
fast <laughs> enough. I was laying in the park for five hours yesterday. <laughs> five hours in Central Yes, park. literally like lemur is like, please. <sighs> Unshine. Tan back. All right. I know I have to let you go. If those of for those of you who are listening, uh, I only got like less than 30 minutes with her. And I'm like, I want to ask her the whole world and I have to let her go. But before I let you go, I, I have to know what are you gonna wear for the Tonys? <laughs> My hair, I don't know, but I'm excited. I want to do, I don't know. I want to be big, you know, like I'm trying to embrace, I'm going on a color journey, you know, because I wore black as a New Yorker for so long. And I tried to like, yes. keep it like, you know, trying to look cute and <laughs> come on in, in the black. And now I'm like, you know, I love color. I love neon colors. I love brightness. I love. Wait, vibrant. do you have a stylist? I might, but you have a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean no. if you have a stylist go with her but it, I, I i would love to style you <laughs> oh, but if you i would love oh, to hold on let's have a, i'm gonna write this down but for real though because i do i just i want vibrancy and i see the yellow and the pink and the bright color and i'm i'm very excited by i OSB, i I love a formal yes. moment. And if you want to, I mean, I'm just saying, yes. I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, I'm excited. Yes. Uh, I yeah, mean, look at the universe. Look at the universe. I would be so happy. To, anyway, any, I know I have to let you go. You have to go. How can people find you, Liliana? Woo! Um, next show is Dreaming Zenzile about Miriam Makeba, the South African singer at New York Theatre Workshop. So look that way at New York Theatre Workshop. But I'm, I got a new official page, Liliana Blake Ruth's official on. Instagram. Oh, I'm an auntie now. I'm accepting. <laughs> I'm accepting my auntiness. Wait, what's wrong what? with that? Nothing. I'm it just. It's very slow. It's like four posts right now. Come it's on. At Liliana Blaine Cruz official. Yep, Liliana Blaine Cruz official. All right. Yeah. I'll probably hit you up on there just so that Thank we're connected. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you. I'm celebrating you. Thank you. This so is nice to meet you on this platform. Thank you for doing this. It's so nice to meet Sis, you. Sis, I'll be praying for you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. You guys, Tony nominated director Liliana Blaine Cruz, director of Skin of Our Teeth playing now at Lincoln Center in New York City. Come on. At the Beaumont Theater. <laughs> and that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. <laughs> Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.